Welcome back to Access Bodybuilding with me, Aaron Singerman, and my co-host, the compatriot crime, Christina Voynich. Christina, what's in the news for this week? The rise and fall of Heather Clay, Victor's last days, FIBO revealed, Jeff Long not retired, Mr. Europe Pro and Europa Orlando all this week on Access Bodybuilding. That's right, Christina. And before we start, I will uh, announce, in case people don't already know, um, I know the sex of my baby, and it is going to be a boy, which is a very big surprise, I think. Were you hoping secretly for a boy? Don't tell anyone, but I mean, you, you really wanted a boy? No, actually, I wanted a girl. I wanted a girl. Really? Yeah, I wanted a girl. So, um, th- But, you know, the truth of the matter is I didn't really consider it fully. And I talked to uh, Dan Solomon, a friend of mine that... Um, you know, he does Pro Bodybuilding Weekly and hosts um, the Olympia and everything, the webcast. Anyway, we were talking to Dan, and Dan brought up a good point. He said that, um, considering I only have a sister, that if I did not have a boy, for whatever, you know, say I had multiple girls or only had one child, then um, I would not be able to continue on the Singerman name. And I was like, oh, that's that's kind of a good point. So, um, yeah, I was hoping for a girl originally, um, and I'm not disappointed that I have a boy coming, but... Um, I was very surprised. I was very prepared for it to be a girl. Interesting. Okay. This is the reasoning, I think. I've, I've, okay. like, I've thought about it a lot now. Why would I want a girl, right? Yeah. Um, I think that because I was so bad when I was a kid. I really was like, like really bad. Like imagine you were like a saint. So you can't even, you can't even, you're like Miss Goody Two Shoes. So it's hard for you to even imagine. But I was, I gave my parents a lot of problems. So um, when I think back on that, maybe that is part of why I was like, uh, I had some reservations about having a boy. Yeah, but don't you think about what you were doing to girls when you were a boy and now knowing what boys are going to be doing, you know, to to a girl? Wouldn't I, that's what I would be worried about. I know what boys were doing to me. When I, I know what Mike was doing at his age <laughs> as, as a kid, like I don't want a girl because I don't want to have to go through that, to have to go through those, um, these boys are doing things to my daughter thing. No, see, you know the mean? thing is I'll be very, I would be very protective and, um, there would be rules set out in advance, you know? Yeah. Cause, cause they always are followed. Cause yeah, I well, followed all of them. Too. Well, let me tell you, I'm, I would be a very, <laughs> I would be a very hip parent. You know what I mean? I, I know, I know what goes on. It's not like, I uh, know my mom and dad were oblivious. I, I used to sell weed when I was 16 and I, I got this a guy fronted <laughs> me. Yeah. This guy fronted me two, <laughs> two pounds of weed, a kilogram of weed. <laughs> and, Sorry. and so, and so my parents, my mom and dad, apparently I found this out after the fact they would come to my room every day and they'd go in my closet and they'd get out this enormous bag of weed and they would look at it and they'd be like, well, Lynn, my dad would say, Lynn, uh, there's less weed today. I'd be like, there's a lot <laughs> less weed. And my mom would be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk to him about it? My dad would be like, no, no, not, not right now. No. Wow. And so by the end, all the weed was gone. Of course, like, you know, a month or so I sold all the weed, you know, quarter bag by quarter bag or whatever. The weed was all gone. And How then, old were you really quick? 16. I was 16. Nice. Okay. And, okay. and so um, at one point they came up and they said, Aaron, you know, I don't want to, this is not a big deal or anything, but uh, me and your mother were thinking, you know, we noticed there was a very large bag of marijuana in your um, closet. And over the last few weeks, it's got smaller and smaller. And now there's no bag in there at all. Um, and we haven't seen you smoke a lot of weed, so we're wondering where it all went. And I was like, and I was like, don't worry about it; it's gone. Don't worry about it. I'm not talking about it. And that, and that is how my parents handled problems at the time. I would never, you know, you know what I mean. Like that—that's—that's that's what I was coming from. So I would never be a parent yeah. like that. 
Well, no, I think the generations are different, too. You you didn't want to talk about, you know, sex and drugs necessarily. Like, my parents didn't really talk about any of that. Um, and then as I got older, it was like, oh, yeah, you know, your dad used to smoke a little bit of weed. Your mom used to do this. And this. I'm like, oh, well, if I had known that when I was a kid, it would have been a lot <laughs> easier. So I think, you know, our people that are our age and you, your age, you know, when, when, when we have kids, we're going to be a little bit more open probably about things um, because we've been there, done that, and we're not ashamed to say it. Sure. And I think I know I know what to look for. So like if I saw any of the signs or symptoms that I would be like all over it quickly. But I don't sure. know. Sure. Uh, well, this- congratulations on your uh, on passing on the singer name because well, what would have probably happened is you would have had a girl, and then you would have had another baby and it would have been another girl and you may not have ever had the chance, you know, to pass on your name. So Very at good least point. you've got you got your boy and then if you want to have another child down the road if you have a girl, it's okay. Yeah, good. Uh, I got a picture I'm going to post up for, um, for on Facebook or maybe in the thread for this. We got a, the sonogram for this last one where they show where, you know, they determine that it is a boy by obviously by seeing the penis. And uh, the lady even labeled it. So when you see the picture of the baby, you see leg. She wrote leg, leg, and then the, this humongous third leg in the middle. And she put it's a boy. So I'm going to put that up on there for you to see. The humongous third leg. So wait, he must not be Jewish. Wait till you see. Wait till you see. They just like just like the daddy. <laughs> on right. to the news stories because right. we all know that's not factual so let's okay, continue okay. to the other gossip stories um all right the first story of the week is the rise and fall of heather clay and this was my gossip column of the week and um this is an interesting story christina it's it's kind of almost a, a sad story anytime we report people getting arrested you know nobody's happy to hear that but um a lot of people didn't hadn't heard of heather clay um you know i think if People like uh, you and I who follow the internet and look at pictures from expos and stuff will probably know her best from some of the crazy outfits that she has worn at the Iron Mag, um, Iron Magazine booth at the LA Fit Expo and at a bunch of other stuff. I think last one, she was like Wonder Woman for one and she was like a, like a, a warrior princess for another one. Yeah. But um, I remember that's what I knew her from because I was I saw those pictures and I was like, those are interesting outfits to wear to the expo. Um but she's also been on the cover of Iron uh, Iron Man. She's been uh, she was one of the faces um, for Hydroxy Cut. She's in tons of Hydroxy Cut ads. Um, she was actually in this most recent Iron Mag. Iron, I keep saying Iron Mag. I'm thinking Iron Mag Labs. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Man magazine. She is in that. That's with uh, Jamie Baird on the cover. She's actually featured in the swimsuit section. She has a few pictures, a few pages in that in that magazine from this month. Right. And um, she is a national bikini competitor who has not got her pro card yet. Um, anyway, she got arrested recently for her fifth. That's what I was. Uh, I wasn't able to verify that in time, but she was arrested for her. It's been multiple DWIs. And as a result of that, she is now uh, spending almost a year in jail. She was sentenced Man. to a year in jail. Yeah. Um, I guess part of the interesting part of the story is when I started looking into her and doing a little research, I found out that she was also um, people might know her even honestly, even better as Bobby Dean, um, the porn actress. And um, I know I've checked out a few of the porns and I got to admit, she's she's got some talent. (laughs) (laughs) As we go from you being a wonderful father to porn. um, Yeah, I had heard the the name vaguely, you know, when I heard Heather Clay, um, like most people, maybe sort of I've seen maybe her on Facebook or I saw her Twitter. Um, And then as I looked at pictures, yeah, I remember seeing her at the Iron Man magazine. Um, you know, as everyone knows, a lot of times at those uh, booths, they have 
what would be the cover of the magazine and a guy can go up there and right. post all these hot chicks. And sometimes she was one of the hot chicks. And yeah, she did some Wonder Woman stuff. She most recently, like you said, was at the LA Fit Expo. There are a lot of photos from that. What's interesting was in her competition history, she's got various looks. She's been a blonde. She's yeah. been a really dark brunette. So, you know, you may sort of kind of recognize her. But um, I will admit, I did Google Bobby Dean porn and uh she wasn't half bad the stuff i saw was mostly lesbian so wasn't a big fan but you know it was so, okay so the lesbian porn doesn't do it for you and not anymore uh, <laughs> not anymore what does that mean not anymore that's another story yeah, i guess so another day um she uh this is a very sexually uh twin show yeah uh, yes. uh, um heather clay the porn star here anyway she um she i called the la county jail to find out like one of the biggest uh, stumbling blocks for this and why i held off on the story for um about a week um was because she was still posting on twitter and facebook like regularly so i'm like i, I was like is this the right girl you know like i was getting concerned that i don't want to write an article about a girl saying she's um you know in jail and then she's like she's like what are you talking about right I'm right here right. So I called the um, the county jail. I talked to a very, very nice uh, officer over there, um, something Martinez, very, very friendly. And uh, I told her all the information and uh, I told her what I was doing. And she gave me just about anything I could want uh, information wise. And uh, it turns out Heather Clay, because of overcrowding in the prison in Los Angeles County, which is apparently unbelievable. Um, she has actually been released already for, for a work release. She was approved. And so um, she's actually out working right now well probably not right now but she is um able to go out on a daily basis and um work and make money and then come back so she spends her days at work and her nights at jail is that right that's the uh that is what officer martinez said yes okay so Mm -hmm. i I guess you know it's not that difficult to get access to a cell phone maybe she she goes back to her house gets her phone or whatever i mean i wonder what her day job is you know uh, and I don't know what she does for what I don't think she's still active in porn. Wouldn't that be interesting if they let her out of jail? She went home, got her like stilettos, like a porn outfit, her cell phone started tweeting and went to the set, you know, (laughs) right? That's a very good, uh, very good thing. I do know that she apparently is the CEO, founder and owner. And this is all via Facebook of HC Comics. It's a digital comic book. Um, and it says here it's a digital comic book site and is in reality based behind the scenes webisode series where fantasy becomes real. Sounds so interesting. apparently she runs hccomics.com. C-O-M-I-X. That's what she X. does. So I don't know if, you know, this is what she's doing for work or if she's actually working like a normal nine to five, like, or at a tanning salon. I don't know. Anywhere, I guess. Um, that wasn't meant to be derogatory, but <laughs> just the thing, she could be working anywhere. But apparently she is the uh, the person that runs HC Comics, well, like Heather me, K. Comics. Well, let, me, let me just uh, let you in on something. I just went to the website. And there is no website here. It just says coming soon. HC comics. Right. Exactly. So who knows? Who knows? Maybe she's, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if they can let, I would, if you could get a work release from prison and be like, well, I'm going to go and I'm going to work on my website. You know what I mean? I wonder if I'm going to assume probably not. I would not. I would think so, but you never know if they're if they're that overcrowded. Maybe that's uh, what they have to do. I don't know. True. If she can prove, you know, that she's getting some sort of income or that she's actually going to a job, then maybe. 
Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Um, I wonder, like, would that work if you're like, I'm, I do webcam, so I have to be home, you know, to do webcam for eight hours a day. Anyone out there, if you do webcam and you plan on being arrested in the next week or so, let us know if you're able to get out on that. That could be interesting. Or maybe mm-hmm. if you have done that in the past, if you've been arrested and you've done webcam to make money while you were um, in jail. In jail. <laughs> Only in our industry would we be able to ask that question, and no one would think it's strange or inappropriate. Um, let's move on. Victor's last days. Um, poor Victor Martinez. He's um, a little bit over seven months, I believe, um, or right at seven months in prison at this point. Or really, it's a federal holding. So, I mean, I, I guess, I mean, it is basically prison. I mean, I don't know what else you call it. They call it holding. But he, nothing has happened to him yet. He has been in there. Uh, April 27th is the day where we will find out. Now, what I understand is this is the final court date. Uh, the thing about that is that I've heard that before. So I don't know if that if this is like the for real deal final court date or if this is most likely the final court date. You know, I don't know if, right, the, if right. the lawyer can ask for an extension or if, if the judge might, you know, you know, make who knows who knows what this case. I'm so confused now. You know, I don't I'm really very interested to know what goes on, but I can't imagine that taking this long is a good sign probably not um do we think that there is a any hope in this or are, are we pretty sure that this is how it's going to go down i got i got some news that i that i didn't release before because i was asked not to but sean ray already blew this uh blew the story basically he put it out there on md that uh, victor martinez last time he was in front of the judge had a meltdown and was uh, put in the hole for a month uh. so um I don't know exactly what was said, but I know that there was some yelling at the judge. And, uh, and like I said, I wouldn't have even mentioned this because because um, I haven't now for quite a while um, because I was asked not to. Um, and I don't want to see Victor get in any more trouble or get in trouble with right. you know, MHP or anything. But, you know, Sean Ray let the, let, already put it out there on MD. So, you know, I think that that's uh, public knowledge now. And so I don't know how that affects things. I mean, in a case like this. But you would imagine, even if it shouldn't necessarily affect things, it's not going to make the judge like him. No, of course not. And I think something like this is—it's not—it's not going to trial. So the judge is, I, uh, is going to make the decision in the long run. True. So if the judge doesn't like you, and I mean, if he sentences you uh, to go to the hole for a month or however long Victor was in the hole for, well, then it's going to yeah, then it's going to be twice as bad when you go to see him for real the next time because yeah, he already sure. has those preconceived notions about you. He already has your the judgment or his opinion. As much as the opinion isn't supposed to matter, he already has his opinion already set up on you know how he views you. Yeah, and if you remember Victor, the reason I understand, look, I can only imagine. I can't even imagine how how horrible this has got to be for Victor being in there like that, not being charged with anything. Excuse me. Excuse me. See, I'm getting all choked up thinking about Victor. <laughs> um, so this is this is horrible. And I know that last time he did go in front of the judge, he was extremely hopeful that uh, that would have been the, the final court date. I mean, I remember uh, at the time he was thinking that he would be getting out for the Arnold. I remember we we talked about that. Right. Right. And uh, obviously it didn't go his way. And uh, I don't know exactly what transpired in court, but whatever did obviously pissed Victor off enough to start yelling. And um, I guess that's a you know obviously a big no no. Well, no. I mean, they could hold you in contempt for something like that. So, you know, that's that's what's what's tough. Yeah. Um, so I really, I mean, my heart goes out to Victor. And I know you and I both really want to see him get out and continue on with his career and his life and his family and everything. 
But um, my opinion, you know, we make predictions on this show. My prediction, sadly, is that um, Victor will be deported, if not something worse. And I almost hope he gets deported and that and that's it. Well, yeah, you know, of all the bad things that could happen, you almost would rather see him deported. That way he can still have a good life. It's not like he's stuck behind bars for several years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Victor Martinez, people don't really think about it and consider it. But the Dominican Republic is a very cheap place to live. Victor Martinez has made enough money that I'm sure he's got, you know, maybe he's not rich, but I imagine he's got a few hundred grand in the bank. At least I would hope so. Yeah. Um, So, um, you know, that plus even if MHP doesn't keep him on, you know, and and MD doesn't keep him on, he can do, um, you know, there's like 10 shows. There's 13 shows, I think, out of the country this year. There'll probably be even more next year. I know they're going to do an Arnold Brazil. In the future, they're going to be doing an Arnold uh, uh, China. They're going to be doing uh, more and more shows out there. The Shrew Classic has gotten very popular. Now they Mm -hmm. have a show in Prague, the Masters Olympia. He'll be 40 in a year or two, you know. I don't know. There's a lot of opportunity to make money. And if you live in the Dominican Republic, um, I'm sure that 200 grand a year, he could probably live like a king. Oh, most definitely. So, I mean, that's the good thing. Hopefully, he's got some cash set aside that if he does end up being deported, he'll be just fine. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little about FIBO. FIBO reviewed. I um, I was talking a little bit to Dexter Jackson um, through Twitter, actually, about FIBO because he put up a picture of just a, a mass amount of people. And he told me that FIBO this year... He estimated, and of course, this is probably some kind of exaggeration um, because he's there and you know feeling it. He said it was ten times bigger than the Arnold. Wow! Um, so even if it's just three times bigger than the Arnold, that's unbelievable. Hard to imagine, you know? For sure, yeah. Um, he actually told me, and I've verified this, is that it won't even be in Essen next year. They're going to move it to uh, Cologne, I believe. I don't know if that's how you say it, uh, Germany, into a much bigger um, venue because it's just too big at this point. I would. I. I mean, I knew that it was big. I guess I just didn't realize that it was that that big. I've never been, so um, I've heard that it, of course, for you know, being in Europe is a very, very huge event. But to think that it's that big, I had no idea, honestly. Me either. I really, um, I really want to go next year. I'm gonna like make a point to get out there. You know. Yeah. I'm disappointed that I didn't get to get, you know, the truth is me and Darielle went on a really great vacation to Washington, D.C. So I do, I didn't miss it. Like I wasn't just sitting at home watching, but I would have loved to have went. I'm sure you would have too. Oh yeah, for sure. Next year, somebody needs to bring us out there. Access bodybuilding. No, the host of Access Bodybuilding will be there. You don't even have to pay us a lot. We'll come for free. You pay for our shit. Yeah. Pay for the plane ticket (laughs) or expenses in our hotel. You can have us there. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the people competing. This is a disappointing show as far as lineup. I mean, the truth of the matter is Johnny Jackson won. Uh, second place was, uh, again, uh, Michael Kafalianos, Kafalianos, I think you say it. And then Sergei Shelostov from uh, Russia, from Moscow, gets in third. This was just uh, ridiculous. I mean, the opportunity for anybody to have won the, any any big name. Of, how about like Fuad Abiyad or, you know, even they could have Ben White is doing your, uh, the uh, – Mr. Europe, yeah, yeah. Mr. Europe. Ben White should have done this show. You know, Ben White would have been in top in the top three for sure. He probably didn't realize that it wasn't going to be that big of a stacked show. This you know what I been, mean? I could. Michael Libertori would have been. Yeah, every, every time. Every time he's all over it. Has, but yeah, but whenever you say FIBO, you think, oh, shit. Like, yeah. there's no way that, um, that that you can jump in and, and be ready for that. When in reality, you kind of could have, you know? I don't know for sure, but I think FIBO's prize money is uh, 20000 for the winner. Is that right? I think so. I think I think you're right. Yeah. I know it's not ten grand, so I'm not, I wasn't exactly sure. Um, has, um, has Mike ever beat Johnny Jackson before? I think so. 
Um, I think. Well, Johnny, uh, Johnny Jackson was good, but he was not at his best either. Like, he's been better. Um, no, uh, funny story. I pull up the results today um, when we get ready to do Muscle Girls. I, I wasn't just paying it. I wasn't paying attention this weekend, and um, I pull up the results. And I had both RX's site and the IFBBPro.com site up at the same time. And on the RX site, you know, it lists the winners one through you know eighteen, however many there were. And then on the body on the uh, IFBB Pro site, when it lists the results, it lists them by number, you know, by one through eighteen or whatever it was. And then it lists their placing all the way over to the right. So I freak out. Mike's taking a nap, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "Johnny Jackson took eleventh." He's like, "Are you kidding me?" I was like, "No, seriously, look at this." Well, I was looking at the wrong side. I was, like, <laughs> it was number eleven, and I about gave Mike a heart attack. And then uh, I came, I came back and admitted that I was completely wrong, and I had the list up wrong. Because when I saw that, I was like, "Wow, he must have looked really, really bad to have placed eleventh, and a bunch of these random dudes placed ahead of him." So um, I, I about had a heart attack when I saw that. But then when I realized he, in fact, of course, won, and then Kofelianis took second, I was like, "Yeah, it sounds a little better." Yeah, that that would have been a big surprise. Yeah, that that's why I just about flipped out, and um, so I had to double check my sources, and thank God I did. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you didn't say that yeah, on I'm the done, show. I'm, done, I'm off my uh, my soapbox here. I'm done digressing. So go ahead, Jeff Long. Let's talk about old Jeff Long. Uh, Jeff, yeah. uh, remember we talked about him before, where he decided he was retiring for bodybuilding and everything that he was done. Well, he not only said he was done, he said he was done, and that if you're not sucking the right cock, that yeah. You were not going to place well if you weren't with the right sponsors. We were assuming magazines that they weren't going to place you well. He wasn't exactly nice about saying, "Hey guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up my trunks, I'm gonna retire." He kind of went out with a little bit of a bang. Yeah, which seems dumb considering that he has now admitted that he was just quoting. This is a quote. He was just trolling everybody. That it was like basically a joke. You know, to get to get attention, to get uh, publicity. That's kind of a wrong way to get publicity. There's one way to do it, and then there's another way to kind of really talk smack about the IFBB, talk smack about politics, talk smack about, you know, sponsors, things like that. I mean, you're really digging yourself in deep that you you better switch a federation um, because if you try to come back, I mean, uh, while people will let you back in, of course, you know, where the, the IFBB will welcome you back in, but... Um, I don't know if that's going to affect his placings at the end of the day. Right. I, I agree. I don't know. Um, he's Did he say what, does he say what show he's getting ready he for? He is doing the New York Pro. And um, somebody said on the thread that I read, somebody said that um, he, if he comes in right, he could be uh, top three. And he said that top three is an insult or something. I think maybe he said top five is an insult. He said, I'm going there to win the Olympia qualification. Um, and, you know, I mean, if it wasn't, maybe if it wasn't the New York Pro, I would say it's not re- totally impossible or anything. But um, my problem isn't with that. It's the retired thing. Like, I, I, I didn't like that he did the retired thing. And then he admits, he starts the thread saying, you know, four weeks out of New York Pro. And then basically tells everybody, you know, he was he was trolling them. Or he was lying. It was a joke before and to get attention. So I'm not I'm not thrilled with that. There's one way that you can strategically try to get a little bit more publicity, even if it is by saying, you know, you look at Ronnie Coleman. How many times does he say that he's going to come back to the stage? That's getting some more publicity about yourself. That's reinventing your name all over again. You can't do that, number one, when you're not Ronnie Coleman. <laughs> you can't do that when you're Jeff Long and you haven't won a show. And had he placed top three, 
yet he also hadn't ever qualified right um so when you are at that level unfortunately you really don't have the ability to be like hey guys jk just kidding you know oh jokes on you april fools you can't really do that um because if that's the case you kind of sound like an asshole because you're trying to think that you're or you're trying to give off not that you're trying, but you are giving off the persona that you may be better than someone else. You're like, oh, you know, screw the, screw the industry, screw bodybuilding. You know, I don't need any of this. And it's like, oh, just, just kidding, guys. Like, didn't you catch that joke? Real quick, you, you can't really do that unless you already have such a name built for yourself. Even, even um, then, even then, I think that it's kind of in bad taste, you know. Well, especially when you're coming. When you're coming to retirement, it's different if you're Ronnie Coleman saying he's coming out of right, retirement, right, he's going right. to hit the stage. But exactly, to kind of bad mouth the sport almost and bad mouth um, whether it's judges, placing, supplement companies, sponsors, whatever, you can't really come back from that with like flying colors and with rainbows. You know, people are going to like question your motives the next time you go to say something so i think it also runs a risk you sounding a little bit cocky um because you're gonna say screw the industry and it's like oh well i kind of do need it so i'm gonna come back i gotta get a paycheck that's just what i think i agree i personally like jeff long i've had nothing but positive interactions with him i just think that if he wants to get um <laughs> if he wants to get some pr and get some more uh, you know people talking about him he needs to next time call me before he does anything like that and i can give him some better advice and <laughs> no exactly i mean you know at one point um jeff was with optimum nutrition so i mean i've worked with him several times before and like, him and i are fine he's a, he's a cool guy it's just like you got to sometimes uh rethink um and not think too quick, I think, is is uh, the first piece of advice. Because I have a feeling maybe, um, I don't know if he just thought too quickly about what he was going to say about retiring um, and didn't think the whole thing through. Um, I mean, this industry, how many people say things they don't mean? They're like, oh, shit, I probably shouldn't have said that. That happened so many times in this industry and with these, with the, you know, people like us. So it's not completely a surprise, but at the same time, you know, he better come in and really shock some people. And I'm, and I'm saying that out of completely out of love um, because if not, they could hold that against him. I and mean, we've seen that with Cedric McMillan before and, you know, you don't want to see that happen to anybody, right. um, especially if they deserve a good placing. And if he comes in looking great and he can, I think everybody's just waiting for him to um, come back with that conditioning he had at nationals when he got his pro card. That's what everybody's waiting for. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I agree with you. And uh, I, I wish Jeff Wong, um, success in the show in new york it's going to be a very tough show so he has yeah. his work cut out for him for that one for sure um let's move on we got two shows this weekend and um you know i, I gotta say i'm not too happy that it i don't know i don't think that it worked out this way last year because i think that they're not having an open men's show at the europa because they're having an open men's pro show in madrid spain um and uh like i'm not i'm not i'm not too thrilled about that you know what i mean like we're going to go to the Europa show, and there's going to be 212 um, men's physique, women's physique, and figure. And for this year, um, there will be no open. So that kind of sucks. Yeah, and if you've noticed, too, they've taken bikini out of the yeah. Europa shows as yeah. well. So, And right now, the Europa show has, what, seven guys doing 212? Not a lot. I don't know. I think it's seven. I think it's seven. I, w- I was looking at it earlier today. I think there's only seven guys. And, I mean, there's, like, Al Augusti, I think, who's doing it. Yeah. Um, 
you know, maybe one or two other names, but that was the name that stuck out at me, knowing, you know, the, the 212 guys, you know, fairly well. It's like, okay, well, I think he may be the only one. But you've got 17 or 18 women doing women's physique. You've got, like, uh, I think 15 or so doing figure. I think there's 10 or 12 maybe doing men's physique, maybe a little less than maybe 9, nine 10. Nine, 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 yeah. Um, and then, yeah, seven doing men's 212. So you can kind of see where the... Um, uh, where the balance is heading towards, where the balance is, you know, leaning towards. Um, it's a bummer because you've got two big, big divisions that bring in a lot of people and a lot of people would do them, but they're not there. Um, the the men's open too, you know, since this is in Florida uh, and Orlando, this is a, usually a pretty big draw for athletes. You know, we usually get a pretty good lineup at this show. Uh, and it's been progressively getting better. And so I, I'm disappointed. You know, there's enough dates on the schedule. I wish that they would have moved. Uh, I think the Spanish show is IFBB President uh, um, Rafael Santoja's show in Spain, the Mr. Europe show. So I'm sure he has he had some pull and he talked to um, our president, Pro Division President Jim Mannion, and, and worked out a deal to get this date. And maybe that's why the uh, Europa show didn't have it. They kept their date and they lost uh, a division or two in this case. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they don't. You know, this year, obviously, they have to pay a sanction fee for bikini. And maybe that right. maybe they decided they rather have the two divisions that they get for nothing and uh, save some money on this one. I don't know. Yeah, makes sense. It makes sense. I, I mean, I wouldn't doubt promoters um, deciding to do it that way. Men's and women's physique can bring out a different crowd of people now and a good crowd. And, um, you know, bikini isn't isn't new anymore. So it maybe has lost its uh, flavor in some Towns and some shows, so I'm I'm okay with it to an extent. I mean, you you, you got to make money, and um, as a promoter, especially Europa, I mean, you got to make money, and um, this way they'd be able to do that. So, yeah, um, I agree with you. I agree. I don't know. I'm so obviously I'm still looking forward to the show. It's been a little while uh, since I've been to one. I've been a few weeks, so I'm looking forward to that. In Europe, um, the liner is lineup is a little bit lackluster. Uh, you know. Basically, you got these are our three guys: uh, Brandon Curry. That's my prediction to win. Johnny Jackson. Uh, you got Kefalianos again coming in, and then you got uh, Ben White, and then Sergey Shelostov got third uh, the last week, so maybe he'll be up there. But you know, one of the another show where a lot of guys could have won these shows. I mean, somebody like Ben uh, Pakulski could have won both of these shows easily. Oh, I think so too. He could have walked through these two shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, and be thirty thousand dollars richer. And, that, and that's the nice part. It, and, and you know what? When you're when you're uh, at a lot of these countries, you you know, in FIBO for sure, you sell a lot of merchandise. You know, and Ben has a lot of merchandise to sell. So, right. Uh, Ben's got everything from hats to DVDs to you know T-shirts. So you know, what, let's say he makes another ten grand in between these two of these in merchandise sales. You know, it's some pretty big money to turn down. For sure. Yeah. A lot, of, but not just Ben. There's plenty of guys that could have done that. Well, especially if you have a, a a sponsor that's sending you out there. If you're having to pay yourself, it may end up being about equal, uh, breaking even. But um, if forty thousand dollars, well, okay, not that even. But I'm just saying, it, it depends, though. I mean, you gotta you you can't bank on the merchandise you're gonna sell. You can't a hundred percent expect that. You can expect a plane ticket or a um a, a paycheck. 
you know, from your placing, yes. But, you know, you can't 100% be guaranteeing what type of money you're going to walk away with with merchandise. All right, Christina, let's go to commercial break, and we'll be back in just a minute. Fusion Bodybuilding makes bodybuilding's strongest supplements, and they're committed to giving back to you. Fusion Bodybuilding not only want to promote the bodybuilding lifestyle, but they also want to help build the sport. Bodybuilding is all they do. It's their obsession. You know the feeling. That's why you're here. Visit Fusion Bodybuilding at FusionBodybuilding.com or join in on the conversation on the Fusion Bodybuilding fan page on Facebook where you'll find IFBB Pro Q&As, contest giveaways, and nothing but in-depth bodybuilding talk. Fusion Bodybuilding. Bodybuilding's strongest supplements. Head over to FusionBodybuilding.com today. Myotropics Physique Nutrition is the most exciting supplement company to come along in decades. That's because Myotropics isn't just another company. It's the brainchild of iconic metabolic expert, Dr. Scott Connolly, the inventor of the original body recomposition product that changed the industry and allowed millions of people to get in the best shape of their life. And CEO Vince Andrich, author of the groundbreaking Physique Athlete Guide. Myotropics flagship product, Physique 2.0, contains their exclusive Meta Effects Amino CD protein compound that maximizes whole body protein economy, your personal linchpin for gaining and retaining the most muscle while also shedding maximum body fat. Plus, Physique 2.0 contains the world's first legitimate fat-burning carbohydrate, Meta Effects FAO-CHO, for full hard muscle and increased fat burn. If you live to develop the ultimate physique, go with Myotropics, real people that live to develop physique nutrition. Go to Myotropics.com. It's your body. It's your art. Master it. Myotropics.com. Hydrolyze Ultra, the leader in cellular hydration water. Hydrolyze Ultra water has been designed by shrinking and reshaping molecules to allow a faster and more sustained delivery into your cells. Our cellular water has gone through a magnetism and laser treatment process, along with adding electrolytes to our special ingredients. This allows all nutrients to be absorbed at a maximum cellular state. By using Hydrolyze Ultra, all nutrients, supplements, and carbohydrates you consume will be absorbed at a greater rate. Lactic acid gets flushed faster, and you'll feel fully hydrated. Get the advantage that top athletes have achieved. Try Hydrolyze Ultra today. Visit HydrolyzeUltra.com. That's HydrolyzeUltra.com. RxMuscle.com. Now you have a place to turn when you want the truth on bodybuilding, diet, and exercise, up-to-the-minute news, and more. Visit the RxMuscle.com forums featuring celebrity Q&As with IFBB professional athletes, top amateurs, and the brightest minds in the industry. Listen to our weekly radio shows, including Heavy Muscle Radio, Muscle Girls Inc., After Hours, and more. Contest coverage, videos, even our own social networking site, Rx Muscle Place. Visit RxMuscle.com. Welcome back to Access Bodybuilding. Well, Christina, um, I'm looking forward to Mike doing the Chicago show, though. That's for sure, right? Possibly. Possibly. Um, when's your he's next getting, show? He, well, he's getting his uh, his stomach figured out. As everybody knows, I mean, Mike has never been known as a big eater. And um, uh, he recently had some tests done. It turned out they were negative. So now the original plan, the original thought we had of what he had wrong with his stomach has been dispelled. So it's kind of back to square one. So um, started, you know, taking some other medication, starting to see his doctor again, maybe see a gastro I don't know what they're called, whatever that is. 
um, to see about getting some more tests done for his stomach. I don't think he's going to make a decision until he 100% finds out what's wrong with the stomach because even, you know, as of last weekend, he was throwing up all night. So, I mean, you know how it is with contest prep. You can't have that happen. Um, it really jeopardizes you. And I think whatever he had, um, whatever bacteria that is, I actually do think it's contagious and passable. Um, some of the things that he may have are pass- passable through saliva because I have been having stomach problems. Uh-oh. uh-oh. Um, like the other night, I threw up a couple times, so I was pregnant, took a bunch of pregnancy tests. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> did you, you really got worried, huh? No, I really did. It was bad. Like, I was freaking out because I was late. This is a lot of information for our listeners. But uh, I was late. I was throwing up. So needless to say, I'm 100% not pregnant. Thank the Lord. However, um, you know, we both need to get, you know, this sort of thing figured out before a show is decided. Um, I will probably compete sometime, I'm thinking June, July, sometime this summer. And you're not sure which one you're going to do? Not sure which one. I mean, Toronto was kind of a possibility, um, but I've ex-nayed Toronto, so maybe one of the two shows after that are possibilities for me. Um, All right, well, uh, I have no shows to report. No, but you are dining for your wedding, right? I'm dining for the wedding. That's true. That's true. And and, uh, six weeks left, and uh, my goal is at least another 15 pounds. That's good. So, um, yeah, gives me a reason to diet. I'm getting too heavy. I'm I'm having a hard time sleeping. That's not good. You sound like like your your fiancé there. Yeah, what do you mean? She's not having a hard time sleeping. She's having a hard time sleeping because she's next to me, snoring. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Christina, that, that's that's the that's the plight of any woman dating someone who works out and eats a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's true. When I eat more, I snore worse too. Like if I'm full when I go to bed, I snore worse for some reason. Yeah, that's the story of all of our lives. Yeah. Um, all right, Christina, that's it for this week. This is kind of a yep. short show of Access Bodybuilding, but that's what happens when there's not a lot to report, but we still true. make it happen every week. We're here. Sounds good. When's the last, <laughs> when is the last time we missed a show? It's been a long time. It's been probably a year now. Yeah. We're doing good. We're doing good. I like Keep it. Keep it up. Keep it up, Christina. <clears throat> Thank you. I'll get right on that. Uh, um, so uh, tell people how to contact you. Tell us a little bit about what happened on Muscle Girls, Inc. Yep. You can uh, shoot us an email, muscleglsinc at rxmuscle.com. You can shoot me an email, Christina, C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A at rxmuscle.com. Uh, this week, we actually do not have a pro on the show. I think this is one of the few times that we haven't had a pro. Um, she is uh, Paola Terry. She won the overall bikini title at the Emerald Cup this last weekend. And that wasn't the only reason why we talked to her. She's a girl who is uh, from Peru. She now lives in Alaska, and she's a microbiologist. So, I don't know. Very interesting story this girl has on uh, on her life. So, um, check it out. She's a real cute, real fun girl. And uh, she's, yeah, she's hot. So, if you're a guy, you have to listen. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'll have to check that out. And um, you can reach me, as always, at jubaka at rxmuscle.com. And uh, you can follow me at sign Aaron Sigerman. And uh, that's it for this week, Christina. Thank you very much. Peace out. Peace out.